Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Make Town Podcast. What's going on, man? Man, I'm super stoked from that last episode, man. I just want to let you guys do your thing, dude. That was like... Um, over here. I mean, like, I, I was doing my best not to, you know, from the beginning, but then, and I don't even remember when, you, when that happened, when he says, oh, yeah, I've seen your work. I love it. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't remember what I said before or after that. So, well, I mean, for me, what I can I was... tell you is, dude, I've, I've already looked at several hundred uh, pictures of whales and have narrowed it down to five mm. um, because, yeah, that'll be the next stencil is a whale. Well, the, for me, it's cool because, like, I don't know, when you saw his mural in Destin, were you like a, like a kid still growing up or was it like there later on, the, uh, the whale mural? Um, no, it was it was like in my teens or so, you know, okay, my late yeah. teens. Yeah, yeah. So it was before uh, you were like a professional. Uh, I mean, you're on your way to becoming a professional artist, basically, right? You, you know? Well, I actually I started doing airbrush art. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was like 14, 15 years old. Okay. Um, so it wasn't really too much longer after that. I remember seeing on the side of this thing, I was just like, "Whoa, man! It's so- that is crazy, dude." Isn't it crazy that it's like, hey, man, you're going to do a collaboration with that? <laughs> like, No, dude, what, what's crazy is, I, you know, it wasn't like, I'm sure this guy gets plenty of this, you know, someone trying to get along with them and being their buddy and everything, you know, sure. and like, hey, you, you like this? I like this. Yeah, but dude, I, we got along great. You know, yeah, both man. water signs, both water signs, that really helps a lot. But um, yeah, dude, I mean, we were like knuckling each other and shit. <laughs> and, and dude, you want to talk about beyond inspired and obsessed? You know, with with uh, with doing a stencil of a whale and starting to get into doing um, even just images of water, you know, uh, nice simple images of water and, and and fish. I'm 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 down, man. I'm totally I'm totally inspired. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's it's cool because, like I said, man. To me, it's just I I've always seen those murals like back in the day when I went to like the Long Beach, uh, you know, aquarium or whatever. It's like straight Dude, I'm sorry, I'm still smiling over here. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, we actually got to talk to like the Wyland. I, I remember when we, we, I, said, I said, hey, Wyland's come out. Dude, I didn't know if it was going to be maybe someone from the, you know, foundation, which would have been totally cool as well, you know, just to, because <clears throat> they're, they got an amazing foundation. You know, they do amazing things. And I would have been stoked to talk to anyone that has anything to do with him, you know, <laughs> but then, you know, when you're telling me no, it's 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 Robert. I'm like, oh wait, let me see. I'll play. I'm gonna play cool. I'm gonna play cool and everything. And then sure enough, when I saw him and he was getting all hooked up, I was like, you're like, it's him. All of a sudden, <laughs> I felt like a, a five year old kid at Christmas who just scored. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, just man. like, I, I don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Keith, you got to interview the dude now. Okay, get yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Dude, man, I I love seeing you just like, I was like, I'm just gonna let you guys. Do I don't it, do man. that very. You know that. I don't. I don't right. fanboy very often. Totally. You can be the most famous person in the world, and, and I don't I give a shit. But dude, dude's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time too, man, and I'm like really happy to just like uh, hear this con- these conversations. One of the reasons why he's awesome is because he's giving back now. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he just went out there and made his money and then said, screw everybody. Like, he's trying to inspire artists. He's trying to get uh, new projects going. He's doing stuff with OG Slick. I mean, oh, yeah. he's ready, that, to, that he's was ready like... to collab with other, you know, with other street artists and graffiti artists, man. He wants to inspire them to help him get his message out there. And I, 
and he did the announcement on our show, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, what? <laughs> Anyways, man, like I, I'm, I'm still kind of basking in the glow of that uh, last episode, guys. So if you didn't listen to, uh, you know, if you just jumped on this episode, go back and listen to 166 because we had uh, Wyland on. And yeah, you'll understand why I'm looking like a total, sounding like an idiot right now. <laughs> Maybe not like an idiot, but just like a, a fanboy, basically. Well, hey, you know what? Oh, Actually, w- oh yeah, yeah. What, what is that you got in your hands, Teach? Um. Uh, no, it's not quite completely cured, but remember that thing that I was uh, oh, I showed yeah. you the last time? The little, the little, uh, the little prince, princess. Mm-hmm. The little statue. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little Budapest. can of spray paint and made her running. Um, so that's embedded in... Uh, this will actually be the first piece that I've actually done a, a sculpture, actually done work on the sculpture before I embedded it. Before that, I embedded like something that I was already made but um yeah so this will uh, sculpture inside a sculpture basically yeah it, it, exactly so this will be my uh, my gift to, to budapest um and i'll have to figure out where it goes when uh, when i get over there but uh, i'll be pulling that out probably tomorrow morning and trimming it and, and uh, finishing it off sanding nice. little edges and stuff like that this was the first um uh, nice i guess casting right here Say three-eared um, cat, basically. What's right? that? The three-eared cat. Yes, the cat with the all-hearing ear in the middle there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. This is just uh, opaque um, resin, uh, urethane resin. This uh, this only takes about twenty minutes to to cure, not fully cure, but to you know like to where you can pick it up and take it out of the, of the mold and everything. This yeah. stuff right here, this easy, um, is it easy cast. Yeah, easy cast, uh, clear. <laughs> this you want to leave in there for at least like 12 to 15 hours or so depending on how thick it is um before you uh before you take it out of there and, and then after that you want to have about three days to let it cure so um this one probably cures after about a day you mm-hmm. know the, the opaque one but um maybe we'll yeah, be taking all that stuff time. to budapest dude i'm leaving in about what two weeks two and a half i know half man weeks. i mean no two weeks basically two weeks exactly because it'll be on a wednesday we'll be taking off like yeah yeah, man, I'm excited for you, man. And, um, you, you know, just for the audience, uh, next week will be our, uh, you know, um, last show for this. Uh, we're going to have a little break because Teach is going to go to season. Budapest. We'll call it a season. we got our own yeah? seasons, you know. Okay, okay. So should we start a new season after we come back or should we continue on? The, we usually do a season. No, one no, it's the, it, it'll be the, the fall part of the season. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you, you know, like I said, we, we've been rocking it pretty hard so uh, I, I think it'll be nice to like um once once you get back we'll talk about all your uh travels and everything like that but hey actually hey, we're I'll, probably gonna end up doing one somewhere like <laughs> yeah yeah like, like we always do you know you know we'll, we'll have a, like a special or something once we figure out your internet situation and, and everything like that too you know i think i might be able to have it you know get something set up to where we can do something budapest dude. yeah 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 and dude man it'll be awesome we'll hear some updates on the the movie man and uh you know me man i'm actually you know i'm going dude, to the wife the- is over there oh man dude the oh. <laughs> my poor wife um yeah folks if you want to follow along with my wife she's at uh get underscore lost underscore the underscore film get lost the film with underscores basically um she just got to budapest like day before yesterday mm-hmm. and she it started off with me dropping her off at the airport and then it took about an hour and a half to get home of what normally takes about 18 minutes. <laughs> um, and then next thing I know, she gets in touch with me and says they've been sitting on the tarmac for two hours with no air condition and just told her that the flight was canceled. So they brought her back. She had to get all of her luggage back and everything. So I drove back down there, picked her up. Jeez. And they said the next morning, it's the same flight. They had to cancel it because the crew would have been on overtime. So that's why they canceled the flight mm. and said it'd be going the next morning about 11. Mm. So she called up and everything and got down there. But then when she was getting her ticket, um, they're like, well, okay, well, this flight's going to go here, 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 and here. And then she's like, what? Because original flight, she only had one stopover, mm. you know, and this and all said like two or three extra legs on it. Oh my God. And so she ended up coming back home again. And <laughs> the third time, third time was the charm though okay that afternoon okay. and so she finally got over there and right now she is jet lagged like crazy but 
she's making her meetings. They're doing some, um, uh, I guess, um, what do you call it? Um, oh, she's working with some of the with some of the actors, rehearsing. Excuse me, they're doing some rehearsals mm. for some of the scenes right now, and they're gonna start filming. Actually, I think not until like July twenty sixth. That's when they start filming. Mm. That's cool. So that was your weekend, basically, going to the airport three times. <laughs> oh man. You know what I did over the weekend, man? I actually hung out with uh, our buddy, my our buddy Fish, basically, right? Hey, and, nice Fish. And we went to go see uh, our buddy Ja, um, DJ at an underground techno um, festival, basically. And this is like mm. a like a legit warehouse party. I'm gonna pull up a clip real quick. Um, let me just here. I just wanted to show the audience. Um, okay, so this is like, you know. A warehouse basically mm. look how many people are there man okay it, it, it was nuts man uh, oh wow okay now yeah, i see me, me and fish had an amazing time and uh <laughs> you know what's crazy man i got here here's another scene from it basically like uh it, you know i just love going to these parties man it was such an awesome time and to support our friends djing too so um like i said it's just there's a lot of good things coming up our way man me and fish talk about a lot of different synergies uh events we can bring you guys man everybody who uh, came out to the last event? They're like, "Hey, we want to bring more." So, That's right, Fish is a is a, um, a DJ or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, Fish is a DJ. So we really talked about a lot of. We're like, "Hey, um, you know, LA's never really had kind of like an art slash DJ music kind of thing like together." And as we've been exploring on the show, these scenes are interconnected, right? So it's just like, you know, um, like I said, guys, we have stuff. Dude, it'd be awesome to have like you and Fish and like maybe Theo. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, you know, know whoever else you guys Slayer, like basically too who was on the show a couple weeks ago uh, you, you know what i mean like i would yeah, love to have like an dude. event so uh you know like i said we're working on these things and i'm real happy to uh, in the fall man let's maybe try to do something in the fall yeah definitely well in the fall i'm actually i'm gonna go uh to europe for a couple months too you know what i mean i'm gonna go live in berlin for um after the fall like what october <laughs> we'll figure it out but we will definitely have you know have some events coming up man so oh dude Oh, we have a, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, good. I mean, good. you have anything to say before uh, I let our guests in? Well, it's, it's a little bit off in the distance, but in October, um, Michael Goodman over at uh, MRG Gallery uh, has been talking about doing a show. So I may be doing a, uh, a show at the MRG Gallery in, in October. Yeah, okay. Well, today, you know, I wanted to go ahead and uh, invite our guest in, man. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen his stuff. I've seen his stuff everywhere, man. And, uh, you know, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Sleep is famous. Nice. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Dance, dance to the song playing on the radio. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Thank you. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good, man. Nice. Hooked straight up. Love it, man. I love the background, man. Love all the art in the background, man. And uh, thank you. Yeah, man. First of all, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today and joining us. Um, now you're in Austin, correct? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Okay. What? Where? Uh, where is? Uh, is this your studio? Or is this uh, one of your rooms in your house? Where are you joining us from? Yeah, this is a, a studio slash showroom um, in East Austin. A place called okay. Something Cool Studios. Oh. Okay. Ah, okay. So it's kind of what, we have a, a little collective here, and then this is my my little corner of the of the house. Nice. Oh wow! How big is the how big is the house? Uh, I'm not. I don't know the square footage. There's maybe like four or five rooms. Um, there's six six artists in here, and we all have a little space, and we kind of do uh we share our main gallery area in the uh, the living room. Nice. And now, what what part of Austin is that uh, you were saying? East Austin. It, it's in East Austin. Um. It's uh, on a street called East Caesar Chavez, kind of a, a main drag through town. Hmm. Okay. Actually, I, th I remember uh, being over near there. Um, let's see. I think I may have actually passed by that gallery. Um, I was on my way to meet up with, uh, with one of the artists Smack, over there. Right. Um, yeah, what are you showing there, James? Smack, basically. Uh, you, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was Good Luck Buddha. That's who I was good meeting Good Luck Buddha. Okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's a buddy of mine. Nice, 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 Very nice man. Cool, man. It, you know what? He was such an awesome guest on the show, man. So I'm glad. To, you know, it's it's so cool to see when everybody 
is all connected and they actually know each other since they're in the same city because in fucking it, LA. Wow. Well, there are, there are some that don't get along with others in Austin, but um, it's probably one of the more amicable, uh, you know, separations that I know of, you know what I mean? It's not like here in LA where you got one crew that's ready to, to do some physical damage to another crew, you know what I mean? Like these guys are just <laughs> like, ah, yeah, we like to stay away from those guys, you know what I mean? And Yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah, so it's not that bad. That's nice. Are you from? Where are you originally from? Yeah. But I, I grew up in the Northwest. Uh, I lived in Oregon for a while. And then uh, I, I moved here from Seattle. I lived in Seattle oh, for about 15 okay. years. That, that's what wait, I was, wait, 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 wait. Where in, where in Oregon did you live? Uh, well, I grew up in, in uh, Southern Oregon and then um, uh, later in Eugene. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Eugene is right there near Portland, right? Yeah, about an hour and a half south. Yeah, I remember passing through there when I drove up to uh, to Portland. Man, those are some good guys up there in that uh, yeah, area. Yeah, the Portland's know, uh, a, good, a good group. Yeah, Eric's and and um, let's see, Lame and um, well, Doctor uh, Doctor Scott was still getting crazy, but he's he's kind of chilled out a little bit, I think now. Um, but so, um, okay, so you started in in in, or in Oregon. Seattle. I went to Seattle in probably two thousand one. Mm. That's what where I saw most of your stuff, man. That's where I saw a lot. Like, you, you really hit it hard. It's, it's all over the place in Seattle. <laughs> that, that's where I started. The Sleep Project started in Seattle in probably, two, well, 2011 is when I first started doing stickers. Mm. Um, okay. Prior to that, I, uh, I had this, this image, this doodle that was in my head, and I used to draw it on, uh, on matchbooks. And I would just leave the matchbooks around, like in bars and stuff like that, so people would find them, and then they would be, they would, they would take them because it was something that was, you know, useful to them. So, so that image kind of spread, spread that way. And then um, one day I just started. Well, I always noticed stickers on the street, and then it just occurred to me, hey, this thing can be on a sticker, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, and then it was great. And then when I learned how to screen print, it was, it was uh, off to the races from there. <laughs> So you said the sleep project, right, Mac? Um, yeah, talk about that. How, what, tell what us about that. that yeah, and, yeah. How'd that get going? So I, I've always been, you know, into art, and um, I was really into photography for a while. But um, always been into art, and there was a kind of a period of time in Seattle where um, I was just wasting a lot of time watching TV and sleeping a lot, and it, it was I was just kind of had this internal struggle, this fight of like, I, I'm sick of doing this. I need to do, I need to be productive, you know? And, and it just, it kind of came out of me in this doodle. I just drew it on, you know, the back of envelopes in my apartment, just wherever. I just kept drawing it over and over again. And it just stuck with me. And I probably, I drew it for several years before, you know, I connected with, with the sticker aspect of it. So did you ever draw it like out in public, like as a, as a piece of graffiti or use a spray can or anything like that? No, no, it was never graffiti. No. Oh, so it was just like doodling at, you know, at your studio or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just doodling at home. And then, um, yeah, like I said before, the, the first time it went into the public was on the matchbooks. And then from there it, it went to stickers and then posters and, you know, then graffiti <laughs> and, you know, it goes on and on. What's the biggest it's been? What's the largest size image of paster have you made of it? Well, so I, the, the largest image ha has ever existed would be as a projection. So I, I know you guys cruise through Instagrams before you do the shows. I watched a, a few of these shows, but uh, so you may have already seen it, but you know, like. <laughs> my, my brother uh james is very good with the uh running yeah, through the yeah. internet while we're uh, while we're talking he's a master <laughs> of that um but as so far as like ones that you've actually put up yourself with paste and and paper and everything how would how big would you say the biggest images uh, so far i should say so far yeah so far i don't know not, nothing too huge maybe like four four feet by four feet oh, okay yeah that's cool man you'll, you'll get there you'll get bigger yeah yeah, <laughs> do you have do you already have the uh the the sickness or i should say the sickness do you already have you know the the desire in you because someone like me like you know my reasons of getting into doing graffiti and street art you know were as a as an activist basically you know because they're taking uh money out of school and, and art out of school and everything so that's why i got started but you know once i got going i was like 
you know, I have other images I'd, I'd like to get out there as well, you know? And so now, you know, it wasn't long before I realized, yeah, I don't, I don't see my self ever stopping doing this. Are you fine? <laughs> Is that the same for you or? Uh... Oh yeah. No, I mean, I, I can't imagine I'll ever stop doing it. It, it does change and I've done other images and stuff like that, but I, I always do come back to the, to the sleep TV. That's my Thanks. favorite. Well, dude, here's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's something to be said for, it also depends on what you want to do with your artwork. You know, let, let me just say that. But branding, man, you've done the absolute perfect thing with your image. When it comes to branding, you have um, of the sleep with the TV and the little feet and everything, that um, it becomes uh, popular art and, you know, people recognize it more. And then once it's in there long enough, then they're like, oh man, oh, I can buy that as this? Oh, and that's actually a useful thing. You know, that's that's some good work right there. You yeah, know? thank you. Now, yeah. I, it's hard for me to tell just because you got a hat and, and mask on and everything. But for our audience who are uh, watching as well as listening, uh, you don't have to give you your exact age, but approximately, how old are you? Uh, I don't know if I even want to say that. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm over twenty. You're over twenty. <laughs> yeah, over twenty. That's like cool. We all, like we all are. <laughs> I I don't know that I could say that for myself. I'm fifty-two. But, you know, at times I feel like I'm about 14 or 15. I don't think I'll ever be able to leave that behind. <laughs> Both of us have the maturity of teenagers, so I'm just, yeah. just letting you know. Amen to that. <laughs> so you're more mature than we are as a 20-year-old. Yeah, man. You know what? Um, what our, our producer, Richard, man, he visited Seattle um, on, on a trip, and he just saw your stuff, like, all over the place. And he was like, dude, do you guys know anything about this guy? And I was like, you know, we actually don't, man. So I was like, dude, let's just invite him on the show. And like see what this whole thing's all about basically that's how this kind of came about man and i have seen your stuff definitely when i visited seattle like all over too so now i'm not surprised that you lived there for <laughs> 15 years like basically you know gotta say just right quick i finally figured out what your hat says optimist that's, yeah, uh, yeah i i uh, became an optimist recently so i i'm trying to to share that how recently uh, in the last few months wow yeah it's you know what well I was doing political <laughs> stuff for a while that was just, you know, getting basically preaching to the choir and then angering people and not making a difference or whatever. And so, you know, not too long ago, I tried to not do so much political stuff and try to do more peaceful stuff. Um, and I found that I am, I am much more peaceful inside. You know what I mean? Um, but for you, tell me what it's like for you. Gosh, you know, I've just lived my whole life kind of always, uh, with with a kind of a negative spin and i don't know in a in a weird way like i i was comfortable in that and i i just had kind of a, a flip of perspective you know recently in the last couple of years and um just really going going hard on it now like being being optimistic and you know looking for for the good things in life so can i, can I ask you to dude there's a lot to be said for manifesting you manifest positive. exactly it's gonna come exactly you, you know you I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. Can I ask, is it because of uh, uh, anything to do with this? What we're looking at here is the uh, blotter paper, uh, normally for acid tabs, actually. And then uh, it's really cool. I thought that this was a really cool thing that you did right here. Um, that's so so cool. you know, it's not because of that, but that's part of it. That's, yeah. it it's all, it's <laughs> all wrapped up in it. Yeah, let's sure. talk about let's talk about let's talk about like psychedelics and drugs for a little while, man. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know what? For me, really, it's I used to be like a pessimist too, man. And I I remember when I started being a pessimist was because when I started to get bullied in school, actually. And then you start to feel like, uh, the world sucks. Like everything that you do, you're just like, all right, this sucks. You know. And then to me, actually, drugs and psychedelics help kick me out of that negative thinking, actually, because it kind of puts you in uh, a different mindset, right? I remember the first time- Which ever, doesn't necessarily work the same for everybody or most that's people. That's true. Yep, D disclaimer, course. it's not for everybody. Yeah, this is just like my personal um, experience, you know? Although I do think everybody should fucking try ecstasy one time in their fucking life. Oh, man. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Let me just say this, okay? You should consult your doctor, figure out your uh, family history and everything, because if you have any kind of history of family psychosis or something like that, you take the wrong type of you know, uh, substance, and it can fuck with you for a long time. So yeah. I, I, I recommend you at least check with your doctor 
who are a lot more open these days. Well, it, you know, yeah. It's a lot MDMA more, you know, I mean, heroin be. is is legal now in uh, Oregon. Did you hear what <laughs> I just said? It's know. true. I'm not it's, shooting you. It's, yeah, yeah, but but, it's but what does that mean? It's decriminalized. It, right? it, yeah, de decriminalized. That's not the same thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm making a what, but, hey, what, what does my name say on on the screen? I'm reading your your names over there. Does it say Mac? Yes, it's yes. Mac. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's you won't see that on the. They don't. They don't see that on the. Um, if they're watching this. All right. I was like, oh, is my fucking full name on there? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is my daughter right here. How how crazy is that? You see mine. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I want to go back I'm and like, talk about. Thanks for signing out, baby doll. You're making me look like an idiot now, you know. <laughs> but then, oh. James, you know, James told me he's like, they, they, they don't see that, dude. So okay. I <laughs> still see it, though. I still look at it. I go, "Are you sure, dude? You're not fucking with me." Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we I said, <laughs> let's we're... get back to what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, gonna go ahead, talk James. about drugs before we got a nice uh, grandpa lesson to check with your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hey, hey, look, that's if you want to do that. You can do that. I didn't check the budget. Just want to be safe. I didn't, make sure we're not just telling everybody, hey, go try this. You know what I mean? Nope. Yeah, it's not It's not for everybody. Do drugs, guys. Okay. It's good that for you. That makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm just saying, like, you know, and then, especially growing up, man, I was always just told, I was a dare kid, right? So it's just like, sure. drugs are like, always bad. Only bad people do drugs and things like that, right? So, and then I remember people would tell me stories about acid before, um, when I was a kid. It's like, People would see, think, tell you they see dragons and pixies and crazy shit, right? You know, it's just like so much misinformation, man, <clears throat> you know? And I really just feel like it's like, man, if we were all better educated about it instead of just saying like, hey, don't do it, like, you know, back in the day, like right. we would just have better uh, knowledge and uh, like, uh, you know, and because these drugs can be helpful too, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily like the drugs that are bad. It's just like a lot of times it's the environment that you're hanging out and actually the type of drugs that you're doing it could be bad like i said i don't think the amount also nobody's yeah. ever said nobody's ever said like meth helped save my life or like heroin helped <laughs> save my life you, you know what i mean but no. you'll hear that you'll hear that a lot about like psychedelics like it changed my life definitely right um, mac what do you what do you like what was your first experience for uh, so, no, i mean let me before you go there let me say like psych psychedelics in particular i mean w when they were scheduled as uh uh, schedule one narcotic and like all the research was shut down and this was back in the 50s I think you know we lost all this time of doing solid research and that stuff has has back then you know was showing uh, a lot of promise for treating PTSD and depression sure. and like all these things it has there's there's value there and then it got all wrapped up in that in the counterculture hippie movement and you know, got a bad rap, but there's a lot of positive, you know, uh, therapeutic uh, implications that psychedelics have, especially yeah. when they're used in a controlled setting and with the doctor or whatever, like we need to move back to that, you know, uh, allow that research to, to continue. And then we can start to figure out what's going on and how we can harness that power in a positive way. Is it so that right there, what you said is very important. Allow the research. At least well, allow the research. research. Yeah, I agree. Isn't it so totally. crazy that they have like ketamine centers now? I mean, like, uh, you know, have you got, have you ever done ketamine? I don't know. I have. But... I haven't done ketamine. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm the fucking druggie on the show, man. So everybody knows that. But anyways, uh, no, you know what? It's, it's really interesting because it's like, I definitely can understand how it has some like, just like making you think positive thoughts like you know in certain do controlled doses but it's like hey man if you don't know what the fuck you're doing like when we grow up <laughs> you're just getting like a bag all right like you know i mean you're you have no idea of the dosage you know what i mean it's just like drug education is just so much better these days man and like i said well, i just right and i mean remember you, you guys are in, in california so you got the you got the legal weed now you go into the, the weed shop and you you know you, you can see on the label where it came from, what the con, you know, all the content, you got all that information. That's only, that's, that's a, only right. a positive thing to have yeah, all exactly. that information. <clears throat> because exactly. You know, I remember actually the strongest weed I ever smoked was in Orcas Island in Washington up there in the Pacific <clears throat> Northwest. It Why, was, wait, uh, wait, 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 Why do you think it was the, sm the strongest you've ever smoked? Why is that? Because it was like a punch. It was like Jackie Chan kick in the face, man. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, what else did you have that day? 
What did, did you have anything to eat? Was there like, you know, cause. Well, I mean, no, but here, but here's the thing on the label. It actually said 40% THC. Okay. Oh and then, my God. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then I was Whoa. like, yeah, exactly. Whoa. Okay. Normally standard, the club weed that you get is around like 25 to 30, 35 or something like that. Just, just on average, you know, but literally stuff was called Scooby snacks. Um, and it was just like amazing, the most amazing shit. So actually like, I would say that, yeah, Pacific Northwest man just has like some of the best weed ever, but California, we have some great stuff too, man. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I don't know. And Austin, they got to get their shit together, man. I don't know what's going on with Texas, dude. Like, Hey, you can have as many guns as you want. We don't know what we got. We have as many dude, guns as we want. Try growing something in Texas, okay? Try growing some. Well, maybe down in Houston or whatever. But you know, most of Texas is a freaking desert. Mm. Well, I mean, a lot. I think a lot of it's indoors now. But you know, what I'm saying like Texas, hey, you have as many guns as you want, dude. But hey, don't fucking smoke. <laughs> yeah, but no dude. weed. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I got. A, I got a question for you. Um, sleep. Uh, have you ever tried um, meditating? Any type of meditating? Yeah. Yeah, I've done some meditating um I, I don't know maybe i don't have the uh the patience for it yet but that's something i i'm, I'm working on because you know i've read you can achieve a lot of the same uh, kind of mind mind frame or mindset that you do from psychedelics just by meditating and that's yeah. obviously a, a cleaner way to do it, it well meditating is always well, let me just say this let me just say this um as an artist you know someone who uses their their mind quite a bit um, you know, I, I, I always, you know, advise to give it a shot. And for people who say, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily my thing. It's, you know, my way that my mind works, it's hard for me. That just means that you have the potential to be better at it out of other people, because it's basically transcendental meditation is what I do. Mm -hmm. And I, I like it because it's so simple. You know, you're right. just focusing on one word that has either two or three syllables and it's, it's basically focusing on not getting stuck on something really, you know, you focus on that word, you let it kind of fade away and then you'll, you know, start thinking about something else granted, you know, no matter what, but then as soon as you notice that you go back to thinking about that word, you know, and then till that's all you're thinking about. And then you let it, let it go again. And all it is is 20 minutes of trying to do that. Right. And once I look at it that way, because, you know, the first couple of times you have like a really good experience, you're like, oh, wow, man, it's an experience the first time, but it never happened that way again. And she was, you know, wanting and expecting that to happen. And, and you'll never have a, a meditation that's ever the same. You know what I mean? But there's been times where I've done maybe 18 minutes where I can barely my eyes closed because I'm just fidgety. i am got so many things I need to get done or whatever. But then all of a sudden, minute 19, maybe even third, 20, 15 seconds of just bliss. And basically what that is, you got all these knots, it's stress, it's right. tied up and it's just sitting there. Okay. When you, when you meditate, when you take that time to give your mind a rest from everything else and just trying to focus on that one thing, you start loosening that up. Are you like sitting in lotus position usually when you're doing this teach? Or? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, being, I'm being serious. It was actually like... Oh, I appreciate that. He's calling you. Sit up. Here's the thing. You sit up. You, you can't let your head go back like you're, you've fallen asleep. You have to be your head straight up and with, you know, eyes closed mostly. Or you... But what I, my point is that one moment of bliss, that one knot that is starting to come undone starts having an accumulative effect. Okay? An accumulative effect means that the more consistently you do it like in the morning and the evening is at least six hours apart okay 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the evening the more consistently you do it the better awareness it'll give you of what you have going on it's not going to solve all your fucking problems but you know because i struggle a little bit with depression with this and that but it helps me to be aware of when it's happening and when i'm aware of what's going on man i'm so much better dealing with it right you know so my my uh my advice, not maybe my advice, um, my hope for you is that uh, you, you give it a solid try and, um, you know, just know that uh, it's not supposed to be a perfect thing, you know, if you can find, or if you can find a certain type of meditation. Yeah, Because yeah. the drugs will help if you found a way, you found the right dosage and everything, you're the right type of person, um, whatever. But 
those drugs may not always be the same exact dosage or whatever. The one thing you can control is what you do with your mind on its own without anything at all, you know, and the more consistent you are with that, um, just for me and over in a little over three years, four years in September 9th, it'll be four years for me and it's changed my life. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Okay. I'm sorry. Enough of that. Shit. No, another Let's thing, talk another about thing, you, bro. <laughs> another thing about meditation, man. I mean, meditation can be like different for like everybody in in their own. Well, way. that's why I say, you know, maybe yeah. not. If this doesn't work for you, you know, maybe some type of a physical movement or something like that. Well, also, but, just, I mean, just taking time for yourself, man. Like, you know, how I kind of like, you know, a lot of times I'll just be sitting there and I'll be smoking weed, right? But the point is, like, what I'm really doing is answering all the emails in my head clearing out my inbox basically you, you know i'm mean, taking the time to basically just go over my thoughts and like what i need to do throughout the day basically you know so i'm just saying that that's why i asked you if you're in lotus position man because i'm just saying so, a lot of times when people think about meditating that's what they think you're you're like sitting there and you're like kind of like doing a mantra or something like that but i'm just saying it's like yeah. different for everybody you, you know and then i think the important thing is just taking time for yourself but, um, Question for you, sleep. Um, yeah. Where uh, where would you like for the sleep project? Uh, what would you like to see uh, happening with it? You know, like what would you like to develop? With it? What more would you like to do? So, in the last year, I've been working more on um, just on uh, canvas paintings, doing more abstract stuff. So you can see like uh, nice that don't really rely on the on the TV, uh, which is getting kind of mi mixed uh, reception with you know, my, my current followers, cause they're used to a certain, certain kind of thing. And this is different and not everybody really digs it, but that's okay with me. Um, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing both. I'm going to do abstract and I'm going to keep doing TV stuff. And, um, I'm working on some new, uh, getting more into like apparel design, things like that. So I'll be doing more, um, kind of like one-off t-shirts and, and hats and things like that. So I gotta ask you, man, um, what I gotta ask you about your large hadron collider, man. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Hey man. Hey, uh, don't don't even ask. Don't even ask. <laughs> you know, I mean so I, I just gotta ask, I figure. You, you know what I mean? Like, what is this about, man? <laughs> so, I know what a hadron collider is, but <laughs> you, you you both know what that is? I mean, have you heard of it? Yes. Um, I don't. I mean, I kind of know. There's a there's a big one, and then there's an even bigger one. So I, mean, I, I think it's in Switzerland, in, yes. in a place called CERN. It's like a. Yes, that's right. It's like, like it's big like circular and track, like that, right? Yeah, yeah. They yes. they smash atoms into each other to see yeah. what happens, and yeah. hopefully we don't like create our own black hole and fucking some kind of fusion, some kind of mass fusion, right? Yeah. Un so, uncontrollable mass fusion. Something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm into the. I'm really into like, uh, like sciency. Um, you know, universe. Like what's going on out there? And um, I guess okay. my my big thing is like there was a time when you know we all everybody thought that the Earth was the center of of everything and that the Earth was flat and all these things and you know a lot of a lot of people still do. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Those flat and, earthers, uh, here, here's my point is, or the question I like to ask myself and whoever will listen is what, what do we believe right now that will someday be proven to be totally false? Mm. And, and I hope that I, I see that in my lifetime. I hope that my whole world gets upended by some new discovery that nobody saw coming. I'm mm. waiting for that. What do you think about aliens? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's a possibility, but if, if they're out there, why haven't we seen them yet? Mm. Also, but people have people, people say they've seen them for sure. Right. <laughs> I have a lot of friends that send me are, UFO videos. Are they avoiding us? <laughs> yeah. But as far as having a nice clear video, why is it always some shitty video or it's like this right. big, you're looking right. at a, at a, at a tic tac that's going, zing, 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 you know, and it's like, there of, of, with all the technology that's out there these days and all the, the, the potential that people have of recording things these days, why has there not been more proof 
more like just without a doubt oh wow that is without a doubt proof right there you know i'm yeah. usually looking at some little thing on a, a speck and it's like yeah that's the thing and it's going to see watch it go into the water and it's like and even, and even yeah and i've seen a, a a fucking video effect uh cgi that can do that no problem you know <laughs> so well also well, also i always think this man it's like you know, these are just like crafts. Like, I want to see a little green man, dude. You know, what I mean, that that's well, about to leave an alien. I saw one. I, I saw see. one. What, what I they, went to Arizona. Here? here. Have you ever been to um, on I ten? Um, there's this uh, this road roadside uh, sideshow thing called the Thing. Oh my God! You ever you heard of the that. Thing? <laughs> no, I, I don't know about the Thing. Okay, I actually stopped by there. Um, I forget the last time. No, the time before last when I drove to Florida and back to check on my dad. I stopped through this thing that I had always just seen since I started driving out here. Um, and I finally had, it was the right time and they were open, you know, when midnight I was passing through or something like that. I'm like, I'm going to stop through and check this shit out. And so I went and they had, man, it used to be just this little thing this little setup on one side of the road. Then they moved it over to where, yeah, right there where uh, James is That's showing the picture now. Yeah, it's like a huge shell station. It's, it's like got a the thing. Stuff. It's like massive. They made it all kinds of fancy with all these other, um, I think it's a couple of dinosaur um, like uh, pieces in there and some other stuff, some settlers, and early settler stuff. And then, oh, you know, this. here they have this, this thing. And I actually took pictures of it. I took a video of it and everything. And um, let's see. That's not it. That's not uh, it? No. It has, it's, it's just like, um, once I got close enough to it and I was just looking at it, I'm like, man, that's not real. Someone made that. You know, some, I, I've seen, you know, set directors or set makers in, in Hollywood, yeah, you know, it's, that have made better, better looking pieces than <laughs> this. You know, when was the last time you guys like, you know, freshened this thing up? You know, it's getting kind of, you know, like it's kind of sun bleached or, or light bleached or whatever you know it's freshen that thing up so it doesn't look like a little stage prop anymore you know um but yeah no I, other than that I haven't, I haven't seen anything that is you know you and sure it's been a long time now what's that are you, are you sure this isn't it uh, it's saying maybe they, maybe they change what the thing is because i'm just looking it up right now and uh this seems like it's what the the stage prop is no i guess you know what i guess it is <laughs> it looks fake as fuck, dude. If you yeah, if, dude, that, if you're telling yeah. me he's alien, they're not cool the, lighting, <laughs> not yeah, no, lighting, the lighting that it was under was was really helpful to keep you know give it that mysterious about it. That that you're showing me just looked completely different because of the lighting. Max, so I mean, do you follow this alien stuff? I know you said you're kind of into space and things like that, like um, or or not so much. Like, is that not what you're into? No, no, I'm not so into aliens. Okay, okay. No, other than, <laughs> other than like, what, what if, uh, you know, they already live amongst us? Like, what mm. if the alien, what if dolphins are aliens or, or mushrooms are aliens? Like, mm. they don't have to be. What yeah, we exactly. They could be. be plants. Very good yeah. point. Well, I have heard that mushrooms are aliens, actually, because like. Well, there uh, you go. They're, they're, they they came on asteroids or some shit like that, dude. Like, I don't know, but I, it's, it, I don't know. It's a sexy story to like think about you know what i mean like oh there's these spores from a different planet and they crash right. here and then they grow and then we eat them and they give us knowledge right it's all very like romantic. right how about that <laughs> how about that yeah if you think about it that way it's all like i said it's all it's like such a good story you know what i mean but uh but anyways man um so that's why i asked you about, about your uh, hydrogen collider man because uh <laughs> what about uh, what about music what kind of what type of music you like I listen to everything. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I knew you were going to ask this question, or I, I anticipated it. I. I. I love uh, country music and gangster rap. <laughs> what type of country music? Yeah, we so all know curious. on this show that TV is country like music. The corniest new country. <laughs> like Toby Keith, like okay. Red, sure, like, sure. Like uh, you know, Red Dixie Cup kind of like chicken, chicken fry steak yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And, and, and I don't even know why I like it, but it's just, it's so corny and I just love it. You know what? It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why you like it. That's all that matters. I actually was in a, um, uh, actually two, 
um, country music videos. What? Um, I don't this. Were, were you ever yeah. on a You know what? Actually, you might be able to find it. Yeah, yeah, I'll pull James, it up. you might be able to find one. Okay, Susie Bogus is, that's Susie, and then Bogus is B-O-G-G-U-S, I think. Um, yeah. Cinderella, okay? okay? That's the name of the song, Cinderella. The other one, I, I don't think you're going to be able to find is by the, the Dixie Cadillacs. Is that right? No, maybe. And it was, I just... I just met my future ex-wife and uh, yeah, that was filmed in Kansas city, but I remember searching for that a while back and could not find it. So yeah, don't even bother this trying is, to find this that. This is the Bogus one. Um, this is the night. 19- hey Cinderella. It's Hey Cinderella. I think. Yeah. Hey Cinderella. This is the, uh, all right, real quick. I'm like, what do you sure the, sure the sound? Cause we might get pulled from YouTube, but, um, Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Is this the video that you're in? Yeah, it- dude, that's <laughs> it. Oh, Holy see. shit, man. Scoot it up a little bit. and That's her. Yeah, that's Susie Boggess. So, so I, this was, heard... You know what? This was filmed at, at, in uh, Sarasota where I went to art school, Ringling School of Art and Design, and this was shot at the John hey, Ringling. You there I am. That was me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You look amazing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's me. Oh, it's hilarious, dude. I was so young. Oh, my God. Dude, that's awesome, man. So, wait, how did the... Oh, I never even knew about this story, man. We've been doing this show for so long, you've never well, said... Well, dude, you're... he blew my mind saying he liked country, <laughs> so it set me into a fucking frenzy over here, and that's, that's <laughs> what popped up, you know? I was like, oh, you know what? And then once I got out of my mouth, I realized, you know, you can't not take that out of your mouth. They just heard you. <laughs> you just said. And so, of course... Of course, James over here is going to be able to fucking find it. My man can find anything. <laughs> yeah, he's quick on the drop. Hey, wait. So what Dixie Cadillac song? Uh, yeah, see, you're not going to be able to find this one. It's, I just met my future ex-wife. How about oh. that song, huh? Oh, okay. I just okay. met my future just ex-wife. My future. <laughs> okay. That's, that's some pessimism for you right there, huh? <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That's like a... Uh... I, I, I have a list in my phone, in my in my notes. I want to write a country album or song. I have all yeah. the uh, all the like the uh, the main topics that country songs you know have on them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna find it while I, while, while we're talking. Yeah, man. No, usually, it, usually about losing your your dog, or your house, or your you know, you know truck. Your, your truck. Yeah, I was about to, <laughs> I was about to say that. All right, um, are you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. So I'm. Just, ones you got red dirt road uh working hard um <laughs> red dirt road actors okay. uh front porch honky tonk um sunday morning church uh, <laughs> oh ne- neon is huge you always got to talk about neon neon oh yeah they talk about neon all the fucking time oh yeah, okay neon, like neon, neon lights neon signs okay yeah 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 honky tonk yeah, fireflies, right? Fireflies are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they call them lightning bugs in the in the in the south, right? You know, like I, say, this is why people hate country, though. To be honest, right? It's just like it's just such like. But I understand. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Wait, I, I didn't like country. The only type of country I don't like are the guys when they're performing that look like they're not enjoying themselves. Like Conway you know Twitty, I mean? like, or like what do you mean? Um, <laughs> Michael I remember McDonald, him being man. in pain. They just—they look like they're in pain when they're singing. They're mm. complaining and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, anything that's complaining. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of it why is you, complaining. Yeah. Why are you that. singing to me about it? I, I got plenty of shit to worry about. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That, well, I don't know. What about blues, man? It's like the da 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 da. My woman left me. You know what I mean? It's also complaining true. if you think about. I, it. I love the blues. I just yeah. don't listen to the words. Mm, okay okay i guess you know country music is but man that's pretty cr- crazy man like not, uh, is that why you moved to austin too as a great country no. man? <laughs> I, I, I moved here to get away from the seattle rain oh okay okay well oh, I mean, how, yeah. do you, how do you like austin how long you been there for uh, about uh coming up on five years now okay yeah, so I'm, you've okay. definitely seen it change right now a lot right oh yeah in the past like just i went there two years ago and i just went there in march and I was like, holy shit, there's so much new construction going on. You guys got your homeless people now. Gentrification. <laughs> yeah, but, well, and that's, that's what I left in Seattle was, was all the, you know, the cranes everywhere and all that construction and everything. And then, you know, I, I haven't seen. You brought, it to, you brought it to Austin. Did they figure that <laughs> out yet? Huh? I'm telling, I'm telling the, all of them. The people that have lived here for, 
you know, even 10 years, man, they've really seen changes, like way more. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty small city, right? I mean, relatively, yeah. relatively to like Los Angeles, man, you know? So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like Austin's definitely booming and there's just so many artists like living there, musicians living there, kind of just like um, fucking following. Jo- a lot of people follow Joe Rogan to, uh, to Austin, basically. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So there's stand-up comedy yeah. there, right? And all this kind of stuff. So I don't know, man. I'm just saying, I went there and visited. I was like, damn, dude, the city is booming. It definitely made me feel like, you know, I'm missing out almost. Man, I got that FOMO, you, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I mean, every, every place has its own advantages, but um, yeah, it's growing a lot. That's good, man. Oh, That's- dude, how did uh, how did you uh, do like the the most recent freeze? Did you get your ass fro- frozen off? I I never lost power, so that was awesome. Mm. I lost water for a couple days, but mm. that that was it. I was okay. I was oh, okay. Man. Okay. Lost water for a couple days. Would you you can go out and buy it though, basically, right? Or no, stores are closed. Uh, well, what about bathing, dude? I mean. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think I bathed during that time. <laughs> yeah, I would just assume. I, I, what yeah, am I, I saying? I, I go a couple of days without bathing, anyways. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. It, it was all right. I mean, all, a lot of people had some real hard times around here, and and I was not one of them. So I, I consider myself fortunate. Cool, man. Yeah, good. Absolutely. Well, shoot, man. You know, it's been it's been awesome kicking with you, man. And uh, next time we're in Austin, man, I think it would be cool to definitely like. I don't know who's cool with who, but I, I'm cool with everybody in Austin, man. So it would be awesome to, like, meet up with you guys. And yeah. uh, the other founder of Ellie Shura Gallery, he's out in Austin as well, too. So, uh, you know, he, ha- he actually has a few boxes of the ghost spray paint, man. Mitch Dumlau! Yeah, What's up, I mean, you know, you know, I'll definitely uh, um, have, you know, we want to give you some ghost spray paint, too, right? Some Our brand, basically. Sure. And uh, hook you up some of that, man, because I think you, you probably use some spray paint, right, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I love spray paint. <laughs> oh yeah man yeah, no, if you guys are ever in town definitely uh it hit me up I'd, I'd love to meet up yeah it was great kicking awesome, you today man. man and like i said i've you know definitely kudos on the on the branding man um you know you, you, what's the best way for people to get uh, reach out to you get in touch with you buy something from you what's the best way uh either I- instagram at sleep is famous or uh website sleep is famous.com oh yeah man and nice uh, nice and I'm simple i like it, it up right here you know if you want to get some of those uh uh you know pins stickers shirts man you got a sticker pack dude and look at uh, that nice and clean professional perfect stuff man sleepisfamous.com guys go check it out man it's uh you know real cool man so thanks so much for your time today man i appreciate it thank you it was great talking to you guys oh yeah and so the audience uh leave us a review on itunes uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Love you guys. Take care and peace. peace. Alrighty. Take it easy. Take it easy. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.